What does it really mean to be a thought leader in your industry? Sounds really complicated and intimidating, right? Well, and even in the words of Ron Burgundy, it's thought leadership is kind of a big deal, right? Well, Today, we are going to break down everything you need to know about thought leadership and how to use it to your advantage in your business. I have Cheryl Lau on the show today, and she is a side hustle coach, and she helps entrepreneurs make a full-time income on part-time hours. And today, we are talking about, yes, thought leadership, but in a different way that maybe you haven't thought of before. You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy. Listen in on honest conversations that I have with the experts and from hardworking side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle. Learn the best strategies, tips, and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Cheryl, how are you doing? It's so good to see you. Elena, I am so happy to see you. I feel like I've followed you for like at least a year and a half now, and it's so good to finally see you in real time. So this is amazing. This is amazing for me as well, Cheryl. We have been just Instagram buds, and I think that this episode is long overdue. So for everybody in the audience who doesn't know the fabulous Cheryl, Cheryl, please tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and how you help entrepreneurs. Sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Cheryl Lau, and I am a side hustle coach. And specifically, I help side hustlers, whether that means you have a nine to five, you're a student, or you're a parent, or anything else in between, whatever a full-time role looks like to you. I help side hustlers essentially make a full-time income on part-time hours through their businesses, and specifically in a way that doesn't feel like a second full-time job. Because as a side hustler myself, I'm a current graduate student, you know, our time and energy is so, so, so valuable. So it's really important to create a business that doesn't take over your whole life, right? And ultimately, you know, my goal is to really help entrepreneurs to get to a place in their business journey where they can create options in life, you know, whether that means going full-time in their business or remain side hustling, it doesn't matter. But I think it's really important to, you know, just have the option and really be able to define success and create a lifestyle on your own terms. So that is me in a nutshell. And I'm just so excited to have this conversation with you guys today. Yeah, Cheryl, and uh, please go follow Cheryl if you are not already. I'm going to put all of the ways that you can go and connect with Cheryl in the show notes. And yes, you're speaking my language in terms of flexibility because I myself am a side hustler and that's how this podcast all started. And this is how, you know, businesses start and this is really, you know, where we build our bones. So let's talk about our topic today. It's thought leadership. And when you had emailed me this topic, I said, yes, this is so good because not a lot of people are talking about this. And Cheryl, I know you have some amazing tips on how to establish your thought leadership. And then of course, okay, I, I'm a thought leader. What do I do now? So walk us through your ideas on uh, defining your thought leadership as an entrepreneur. Let's just start there. 
Sure. So for this conversation, I actually pulled up a definition first and foremost. So let me share the definition I found on the internet, and then I'll share my definition of it. So according to the Cambridge Dictionary website, a thought leader is an expert on a particular subject whose ideas and opinions influence other people especially in business. So that's what they wrote on the website. So when I look at that definition, I think a reason why so many people, especially entrepreneurs, side hustlers, they don't associate or identify themselves as a thought leader is because of that word expert in that definition. That word expert throws a lot of people off because I think, you know, growing up, right? We've been kind of led to believe that a thought leader is someone who has a lot of credentials. They've done this, they've done that. They have a lot of, they have an endless amount of recognition and awards and so on and so forth. So I think it's really natural for people to kind of distance themselves from the, the, the word thought leader, and they don't really associate themselves as a thought leader, or they don't see themselves as someone who potentially has thought leadership in them. But when I look at the word thought leadership, the way I interpreted that word is someone who leads with their thoughts. That's literally how I interpret it, right? And the reason why I started thinking a lot more about how we can create content that exemplifies thought leadership and how we can be thought leaders ourselves is because when I look back at many, many years of histories, whether it's philosophers or scientists, you know, there's a lot of times when these people throughout history, they have an idea, but there's a lot of people who don't agree with it, or maybe they even oppose it and challenge their ideas, right? And a, a, a common example I like to give is back in the, um, I believe the 16th century, Nicholas Copernicus, um, he was the, the person back then, back many, many centuries ago, he um, he had the theory, which was um, the, the universe, the solar system revolved around the sun, not the earth. So he believed in the heliocentric theory, but everyone else at the time, uh, they didn't agree with that theory. Instead, they were following the geocentric theory where every every planet and the sun revolves around the earth. So as you can see, you know, now in present day, we, we have uh, scientific evidence that, you know, the geocentric theory was not the right approach to go about this, um, the solar system. But whereas uh, Nicholas Copernicus's theory was actually the one that was correct this whole time. However, you know, it wasn't even until after Copernicus Copernicus's death until the late 18th century, I believe, where people started to find evidence and start seeing that, oh, you know what, maybe this guy was right all along. So as you can see, there, there's countless examples of these kind of situations where, you know, a lot of brilliant minds, they have theories, but you know, they just didn't get the quote unquote external validation for a while. And I'm not saying that for us entrepreneurs that our ideas are going to get challenged or ignored until our deaths. Like, I'm not trying to say that, but there will be times when it's silence. There will be times when your DMs are quiet and no one is DMing you saying, wow, this really resonated with me, right? And I think it's so important as for us as entrepreneurs, if we want to be seen as thought leaders in a niche, we have to stand firm and keep showing up and sharing our ideas and thoughts, even when there's no external validation. So that's kind of my, my own definition or interpretation of thought leadership. I love it, Cheryl. And I love how you just tied in that history science lesson, because it's, you are a hundred percent spot on because I think as we start grinding day after day, and we're not seeing that external validation, it can get a little bit discouraging. Cheryl, talk to me about content. Talk to me about having these 
really these these platforms that we can be on at our disposal, right? You name it, whatever platform you choose to be on, you have to create content for it or else it's just like an empty house, right? So tell me what are your tips on content creation to make sure that your thought leadership is front and center? Yeah, I love that question because I think where a lot of people kind of get intimidated by even if they're able to recognize, you know what, like I can step into the role of a thought leader, but how do I do that? I think people may get discouraged or intimidated because they don't really know how to bring up their own thought leadership. But when I really take a step back and look at the word once again, the thought leadership word, the keyword is thought, literally thought, right? So how I like to explain it to my audience is, you know, when you are thinking about what your thought leadership is, and how you can create content that demonstrates it, what are your thoughts? Like very literally, what are your thoughts, right? That could be your lived experiences, that could be your personal examples, uh, your opinions, perspectives, your stories, right? There's so many things like literally inside your brain, those are your thoughts. So how can you bring that out of your brain and share it and articulate it clearly and you know really back at what you're saying with the examples with your enthusiasm being genuine right but how can you really just think of what are your own thoughts about maybe particular topics in your niche and back it up with your personal thoughts and i think um one of the reasons why i started talking a lot more about this topic of thought leadership is because when i look at when i scroll through my instagram feed and the discovery feed I see a lot of content because I follow a lot of coaches, right? But I see a lot of content that kind of, they don't really give me a reason how to differentiate them. Because a lot of times their content, they look very similar on the surface level. But when I actually look at them, the points that they're sharing, yes, they make sense. They're valuable. They're tips. They're how-to step-by-steps. But they don't really give me a compelling reason as to why I may want to speak to this person or work with them over another person. So that's when I started thinking, how can thought leadership be infused or exemplified in your content? So I think the first step that I would suggest anyone who's thinking about this question is, first of all, what are your thoughts on a particular topic within your niche? And number two, every time you create a piece of content, how can you go above and beyond what your colleagues are doing in your niche, right? Because if everyone else is talking about a very similar topic and they're giving very similar step-by-step -step tips, how can you take it a step further? And usually it's not more information, but it's really your thoughts, like your opinions, your perspectives. How can you give your personal examples to demonstrate a key point that you're sharing, right? All those thoughts and experiences and experiences and stories inside your brain, how can you infuse that and integrate it into your content so that you're adding that extra layer of thought leadership, right? So that's how I like to, um, that, that's how I like to explain content creation from a thought leadership angle. Yeah, that is so brilliant though, Cheryl, because when you break it down that way, then there's this whole other universe of as you say, maybe next level content, because you're right, there is a lot of surface level things floating around there. And I also like to think about it's like, okay, if I have a question, and I go and I Google it, right, and you're giving me the same information that I can just Google without any other backstory, or maybe your experience with this particular topic or any of that, it's just like, all right, well, Great. You just Googled, um, 
how to do lighting for a Zoom call, which my lighting is very poor right now. I probably need to go and Google that. But <laughs> so I love what you're saying here because it's so true. You need to have your own pizzazz, your own thought, your experience, because that again, that's what's putting you into that category of one. A follow-up question to this would be, if someone is feeling like, okay, great, I'm delivering all of this value. How long do I need to keep doing this until I'm quote unquote, a thought leader? Mm, that's a really interesting question. I think it does. It's something that definitely will come up in people's minds for sure. You know, I think so the previous example I gave earlier, that was more of an extreme example, of course, right? I'm not saying that you have to pass away and wait two more centuries for your, your your theories to come to light, right? I'm not saying that. But I think more likely than not, especially in this online service-based, online coaching, online personal branding space where you are your personal brand your, and you are the face, your personal brand are the core of your business, I think that because it's so human connection focused, to be quite honest, I think that just by you being yourself, just you sharing your honest opinions and thoughts, I'm going to assume that it wouldn't take that long before people resonate, right? And the thing is, I think our goals as business owners and entrepreneurs is not to necessarily be a thought leader. Like, I don't think that's our goal in the, when we start out in our businesses, but it's something that will happen and it's something that will develop naturally, right? So I think that we aren't starting your businesses with the intention of becoming a thought leader, but but instead it's something that develops naturally. So I think that having a timeline or expectation of a time frame may not necessarily be the right question people should be thinking about. But I think that, you know, if your goal as a business owner is to, you know, create an impact, create an income for your business, then how can you start incorporating thought leadership into your content strategy so that it gets you towards those goals of making a bigger impact and income? So that's how I would answer this question. I knew it wasn't a clear cut answer to the initial question, but that's how I would personally, you know, bounce it back to the other person. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I love it. I love your answer. No, it was really well articulated because I feel that there are times where we want to rush through the parts that feel really tough. We want to fast forward through that part of the movie and be like, no, let's get to the part where I'm just like, you know, on a private island living my best life and I have a million clients to me. Like we want to fast forward through the parts that feel weird and ugh, and I like, right? So I think um, I love your answer. And, the, and I think there is, um, there's, there's also, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just kind of like spitballing here, just like the ideas are flowing, but maybe it's also having to do with your personal and professional growth as well. Like as you are starting to put yourself out there, your ideas out there, your thought leadership is out there. Would you associate that with quote unquote professional or personal growth? Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, <clears throat> sorry, I definitely think that it's really hard to dissociate your your personal or professional growth from your thought leadership. It's just, it's really because these two things really make up a part of your identity at some point or another, right? So I think that, you know, when I look back at my own journey, I think one of the key stories or thought leadership pieces, I guess you can say, that really um, are kind of like a, a cornerstone piece of my own brand story is the fact that I was 
you know, a few years ago, I was a law school dropout. And then I started sharing my experiences, experiences on the internet. And interestingly, to my surprise, people found value in what I had to say. And that's when it clicked in my head. Oh, wow. Every one of us has a story, message, or work that someone else out there, even strangers on the internet, needs to hear from us. And that's kind of what inspired me to start this business in the first place. And this idea, it really... I. I really truly believe that every one of us has something that's of value to someone else out there. And that could be your thought leadership piece, right? That is the thing that you, that may be your battle cry for, for lack of a better word. Like that is the thing that if you were to do a TED talk on, that might be your TED talk topic, right? So I think, you know, I definitely think that your experiences, whether it's personal life or professional life, those things will play a huge role into your own development and discovery of what your thought leadership pieces, stories, key points, TED Talk topics are. So I definitely do think that, yeah, Elena, like I do think that those things are, they are interwoven together. Yeah, exactly. Well, way to turn a really awkward question into a beautiful answer. I mean, come on, guys, you gotta go and check out Cheryl. Um, For everybody listening to this episode, and they want to go find out more about you, Cheryl, and your business and how you're helping people and just all the amazingness that it encompasses you and your brand. Share with folks that are listening where they can do that. Awesome. So I hang out most often on Instagram. I'm very, very active on there. So you can find me at Cheryl Theory on Instagram. Yep, that's where you can find me and feel free to shoot me a DM. And yeah, I'd be happy to chat beautiful i love it so guys go and check out cheryl and all the awesomeness that she has going on seriously um this has been a pleasure like you took a topic that was like just so uh like heady for back of a better i was like it was like very like philosophical but you just broke it down and had some bombshell answers so cheryl i thank you so much for your time I am excited to continue to just learn from you and be connected to you because you are awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you, Elena. And thank you to everyone who's tuning in onto this podcast. I appreciate you for tuning into this conversation as well. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because it looks good on you.